You know, they say that over time, things heal. You start to feel better. And after two weeks of pain and just gut-wrenching heartache for us in Leaf Nation, um, I, 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 I still feel pretty crappy. Like, I don't know about you, but like, I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm quote-unquote healed. I wouldn't even say that I'm starting to heal. The wound is just as open and just as fresh as it was two weeks ago. Yeah, the wound is just as open as the round 18 we just played as well. That was also just as upsetting as the way the Toronto Maple Leafs went out in the playoffs. And I don't know, thinking about it now, it was devastating. But I'm at the point now where I'm kind of numb to it. It's over. It's been over. You look at the Montreal Canadiens. They're playing just unbelievable hockey right now. Yeah. Like, they're, they're a damn good team. Damn good defensive team with a good top four with a goalie who shows up when he has to. Every single Man. person that has raked us and particularly me over the coals since our post game episode about how I'm a complete idiot who doesn't know anything about hockey because Whatever. I said Austin Matthews should be able to overcome Philip Deneau. Um, congratulations! Like the Montreal Canadiens, like I they they just ran through the Winnipeg Jets. They deserve to be where they are. They're playing like. It really is. You know what? I heard a great take on the radio um, earlier this week where it was like, it's got to be tough to be a GM in this league because you, you need you need two teams. You need a team that can perform in the regular season, and then you need a team that can perform in the playoffs because they're two totally different things. Unless you're the Tampa Bay Lightning, basically. Well, well, if, well and then they got accused of being... 18 million over the salary cap or whatever it was the other day. Well, let, let's analyze. Like, Think about the teams that were built for the regular season, but not built for the playoffs. Okay. First of all, first and foremost, the team that's the, on the, the wall, the, the poster boy yeah. regular season. If you were going to make a like prototypical regular season team. Yeah. Look no further. Yeah. And you, you, you could accuse the Colorado avalanche of that. I don't know if I will. Although I you, just think the Vegas Golden Knights are just so deep and good. Yeah. That, and especially our Nazem Kadri doing his thing all over again, getting suspended for eight games. Like Isn't that, that's unbelievable. Dummy. Dude, that's unbelievable. Like he did it Dude, again. The guy just needs to like, you don't need to like deliver that hit. No. I get playing on the edge and trying to get the guys fired up and playing a physical game, but. Dude, three times yeah, like yeah. that. It's a pattern. Yes, it's a pattern. Yes. Now it, it's not. It's not a random act. It's a pattern. I was I was laughing so hard at all the Leaf fans who were like the the Leaf fan reaction to the Avalanche and their fans calling themselves choke artists. Like that's that's the best. Like Avalanche fans are like, oh, they did it again. They choked, and and us Leaf fans are like. I wouldn't mind a second round game six elimination. What, what about, I just get a little off topic here. What about that goat reporter <laughs> for the avalanche <laughs> who just dropped an F-bomb <laughs> mid-question? I would tune into a lot more press conferences if guys were doing that more on the regular. That was that was goat. That was hilarious. I saw a lot of takes on Twitter, Ryan, that said he should, he should 
never oh. be allowed to ask a question again. I thought it was one of the best things I've heard in a long time. Like, it was I, pretty funny. It was I hilarious. Did LOL at it. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's not like he said it in like a, a derogatory way or at somebody. He just was mid question. It was like, or do you guys just say f it? And it's just like, dude, that was that was awesome. Well, and the the Nathan McKinnon quote too. Like I. At this point, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, no one is hotter at Mitch Marner than myself and uh, the rest of Leaf Nation. But I do think, like, the – the it's like, we get it. Like, we can we can wait to come back next year. We get it. They're choke artists. But at the same time, it's like you see Nathan McKinnon and just how upset he is. Yeah. And he goes, it's my ninth year in this league, and I haven't won shit. Nine years for yeah. him in this league. Yeah. That's crazy. And then you see those two guys just after the game, and they're just like, just gotta try harder. Yeah, I kind of like. I, I kind of liked McKinnon's reaction. No, I liked it's it like, too. Yeah, I, I liked yeah. It too. I, like now that you say that, yeah. it's it's like the guy was legit upset. Yes, and like pissed off. Like they won the President's Trophy. They were going into the to the playoffs. They were considered the Stanley Cup favorite. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, a, a vibe I'm getting this year out of the playoffs is look at the Leafs. Tavares goes down. I mean, they were still up 3-1, but losing a guy like that matters. Mark Shifley goes and throws the mother of all elbows mm-hmm. to Jake Evans. He's gone. Yep. That's a big loss for their team. He's their best player. And then you look at Nassim Kadri. He's not their best player, but he's their second-line centerman. All of a sudden, he's out, of, he's out, another elbow. And now everybody's playing out of position. And, it, and you're playing a Vegas team that is so... Like, if you want to talk about depth... Depth. They are the epitome of depth. Well, I wanted to get to this later, but the conversation's gone here, so let's talk about it now. So if you look at the four remaining teams, all right, because there's a lot has been made about how most of the highest-paid guys in the league are out by the second round. So if you look at the four remaining teams, three of them have something in common, and then there's Tampa. If you look at the Montreal Canadiens, the Vegas Golden Knights, and the New York Islanders, name me one legit superstar. Aside from maybe Carey Price. Name I, I, I me think, one I think, legit superstar. I think Matt Barzell, when he's on his game and playing the way he can play, I think he's kind of in that category. But I, I get what you're saying, for sure. These, these are three teams who, as a collective make a really they're deep yes yes and one thing that all these teams have in common including tampa is there one thing i'm starting to learn is all those top paid guys all those stars and tampa bay is loaded with stars but look at the defense look at the top fours of these four teams and how they've played in the playoffs they're big they know how to defend they know how to clear boys out in front of the net they know how to move the puck To me, it's like obviously goaltending can be the biggest factor. If your goaltender standing on your head, standing on his head, you you can win a series. But if if you get past that, if your goalie just kind of shows up, it's come pretty clear to me that man, you just need a rock solid top four, yeah, like big boys who are physical and can shut down the other team. Exactly, it's like all like you look at Montreal, like those top four guys with Sherratt and Edmondson and and Weber and. Like they they're playing so well, they're amazing. And then you look at Victor Hedman, the best defenseman on walking planet Earth right now. The guy is literally disgusting. He makes me sick watching. It'll be so good. And then Vegas goes out and gets Petrangelo. It's yep. like, yeah, guys are stacked, yep. man. Like you look at these teams, like they're just 
like I actually enjoy watching them play and it makes me realize what you've said a couple weeks previous when you were talking about other teams and how you think the, they are like leagues ahead of the Leafs because we were only seeing the North Division. Oh my God, the Vegas, the, that like, the Golden Knights I, would yeah. run all <laughs> over yeah. the Leafs. Yeah, like, I know. Run all over I know. them. It'd be I know. embarrassing. I know, I know. Oh, I know. How would, how would Mitch Marner do out on the, so, so let's, let's, so I wanted to talk a little bit about Austin Matthews Hart Trophy num, but we'll we'll get let's let's change gears here from the format we had. So let's talk about the two semifinal matchups. And you were just talking about the Vegas Golden Knights. So let's talk about the Golden Knights and the Habs. Um, I do not think the Montreal Canadiens are going to win this series. I don't think they're going to get annihilated. No, ever like some of these takes I'm seeing about how like it's like I I'm good I'm going to take the Vegas Golden Knights in six. I think they they're the better team, and I think I and I think just you know with the Habs, like, d- dude, you're gonna like you spent all year playing in empty barns, and you're gonna go into that building in Vegas that is full, arguably one of the best buildings yeah. in the league. Yeah, already that, that is full with the pregame show, with the rabid fan base, yeah, with all like like just everyone going out of their mind. It's gonna be jarring for them. It's gonna be so jarring. Carey Price is gonna have to be unbelievable. I think when that when the series comes back to Montreal, the Habs will get their mojo back a bit. And I don't I just do not see the Habs getting run out in four games. I'm I'm picking uh, the Vegas Golden Knights in six. I, I mean the Vegas was my cup pick going into the playoffs, so I gotta stick with them. But dude, there is a chance. There is a chance. Like the Habs are playing that well. Yep. Like I think they caught Winnipeg. Like we might be getting too far ahead of ourselves because Winnipeg, that that was what was that? Yeah. So that was trash, yeah, man. Yeah. But like, what's that say about the Edmonton Oilers? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's yeah. The North Division it did. Have you ever North Division done, sucks? Have man. you ever done a one eighty on something in your life? Yeah, like the day North, one, the day, of, day one, one of this oh season. Oh my god, go back, go yeah. back. If you're new, if you're one of our new subscribers, go back to an episode from like th- two months ago where him and I are sitting here like, oh, the North Division, yeah. they gotta keep this. Oh, this is the most invested I've been in years. That sucks. Garbage. Yeah. Garbage. It's, it's going to be very interesting. I know that Tampa and the Islanders, that's going to be a GOAT series. Like, they're they're going to battle it out. I think it's a rematch from last year, and I just think it's going to be a great series. But it's going to be very interesting to see where the Habs match up against the Golden Knights. I, I'm with you. I don't think it's going to be a four-game sweep or anything, but... Like the the Habs come back on such a high against the Leafs, and then they just go like, "What was Winnipeg even doing?" Like yeah, I I don't yeah. get it. Like yeah. that was that was awful. So let's get to the other series. Um, you know, as as Leaf fans, we we don't like the New York Islanders, and the main reason for that is because of what happened with John Tavares two years ago, and how tough that was to watch, and just how vicious and savage the Islander fans were. And so we've developed kind of like a like an anger towards towards the Islanders and a and a like a, a protective over our captain John Tavares. Having said that, I thoroughly enjoyed watching the New York Islanders bully the Boston Bruins yeah. all over the ice in Game Six. The Nassau Coliseum in Long Island was electric. I can't remember the last time I watched a hockey game where the fans were going nuts from the drop of the puck to the final bell. It was incredible. 
I I gained a lot of respect for the New York Islanders and the way they played. They're a well-balanced team. And as far as I'm concerned, they have the best coach in hockey behind the bench. Yeah, they're they're tough. Yeah, 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 they are. They're, they're tough. tough, man. Yeah, yeah. They're tough. And you know what? We feel protective over Tavares, but dude, the facts are the facts, well, man. Well, and so this is I wanted to touch base on this. So I said the other night, I I I went on Twitter the other night and I said, like, because obviously you're thinking about Lou. And you're thinking about how Shani chose Kyle Dubas over Lou. I'm not necessarily talking about that. No, no, but 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 you're like, it sure looks like that might have been a mistake at this point. Because Lou's gone to the island and all they've done is is win. Yeah. And I had so many people respond to me, just like, oh, Lou got so lucky there. He got his his captain got hurt, so he was able to add because uh it affected their salary cap and just basically like poo-pooing that. And I'm just like, guys, like there is one stat that man that matters. Wins versus losses. This is the second str- I don't care about I don't care about the circumstances. Yeah. And I'll say that about the Leafs too. Because I don't want to hear. I've said it. I said it last two. The last two weeks. I don't want to hear about how John Tavares was hurt. You were up three one. You, you blew. Oh, I almost. I almost said it there. I almost said it there. I forget the reporter's name. I almost said it there. God bless that man. You, you, you flipping blew it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I don't want to hear that. And it's the same thing with the Islanders. It's like bottom line, they're in the conference final for the second straight year. Period. End of discussion. And it's tough because the it, Tavares goes in that building and gets uh, harassed. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I see a giant elephant in the room. Ever since he's left there, they've been pretty damn good. Yes, yep. They they found a way to move on and and, and be think, successful. And I don't think that's. I think that I don't think that that's necessarily because Johnny's left. I I. I'm not kidding when I say I believe Barry Trotz is the best coach in hockey. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I really I, do. I yeah, the guys. Yeah, that goes without saying. Like you could plug him in any situation. It seems like he figures it out. So, um, talk to me about the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, they're they're disgusting. I mean, I picked Vegas to win the cup, but dude, it's gonna be tough getting that team out when you have Andre Vasilevsky. Like that guy is gross. Yeah, he's he's the best goalie in the league right now. Hedman's probably the best defenseman, and then they have Point and Kucherov and and talk about a team that plays the right way with stars. Yep. Like they have the stars and they play playoff hockey. Like they they're they're they might they might be the best team I've seen over the past like decade. So you're picking like, the Tampa Bay Lightning to eliminate the New York Islanders for the second consecutive year. I mean, I am. I, am. I, I think I am, but it's, it is tough. I could see either like, obviously it's going to be, people are going to be picking lightning golden Knights. That's going to be what most of the people betting on the series are going to pick. But I think either, I think either Montreal or New York has a chance of, of doing it, but man, the, the lightning or they're disgusting. I'm picking like, the lightning in six and I'm picking a golden Knights lightning Stanley cup final. And it's really a clash of the two best teams in hockey. Yeah, and and okay, Tampa Bay's eighteen million over the salary cap, but that like no one's stopping you know them. That, yeah, like that's that's you, you, you can you know do what I that. call that? You know what I call that? Smart. Yeah, that's you what can, I call that. You can do that. Doing clearly anything to win. Yeah, that's what I, know. I call that. Exactly. All right. Uh, before we wrap this up, I I wanted to just share with you a feeling I had a couple days ago, and it's you know you. It's the first time. 
that we can, either one of us can remember that a Maple Leaf has been nominated for the Hart Trophy and he deserves it. And he had a hell of a season, but you know, like you just, that, that announcement come. And this is the sour taste that we're going to have through all of next season too, is it's like, he gets that nomination and it's like, I'm happy for him. And like, I love Austin Matthews. Like, but I, I can't, I just can't get that excited. Like I just, I like, I'm, ex- I'm happy for him. I want to make that abundantly clear. I'm happy for him. I think it's super cool. It's awesome to have like a, a heart trophy nominee on our, on the Maple Leafs. But I just, I, I'm still like, <sighs> your thoughts on that. I just, I just know he's not going to win it. So, yeah. I mean, he might get a nomination. That's all well and good. Got a great season. It ultimately, ultimately means nothing to me right now. I'm going to be honest. When I saw that, I had no emotion at all. No feeling of anything. It, he got nominated. Good for him. What? What's cool? Like, cool. Yeah, I um. We should we should probably touch on them too before we wrap this up. I, you know, like the game. The game ended, and we sat here, and we were so emotional. And then last week, we're all so emotional, and. We thought, I've thought, honestly, dude, I've thought about this so many different ways. Like, what are they going to do? What can they do? And I'm going to be honest, I, I I don't know. Like, I don't know what you can do to dramatically change the DNA and the makeup of your team. And and you said it last week. You said um, the more you thought about it, the more you were like, they're going to have to run this back. And you're I, the more I think about it, I think you're absolutely right. I yeah. think they're going to have to run this back too. All, all the eggs are in the basket now, man. Yeah. There, there's no going back. All the contracts are signed. No, You're not getting value for anybody except Austin Matthews. They're never going to trade Austin Matthews. So get that over with. Like you, You're just never going to get the value back for any of those guys at that money. And you're probably going to have to retain salary. And it's, what is the point of doing that? Yeah. So just, I mean, I or, guess you got you got at the very least, if you trade Marner, you might not have to retain salary, but you're going to have to take a, at least one bad contract back. Yeah. And they're going to like, I mean, first they're probably going to focus on impending free agents. That's yeah. probably the first focus, but I would be shocked if there was a report or a notification that popped up on my phone that said the Leafs have dealt one of the core players. I, I, I just don't think it's going to happen. We can scream and yell about it. We could talk about the chemistry. We could talk about how it's not going to work. We've seen enough. It's been four or five years, whatever. But, man, they've put themselves in a situation that they can't get out of. Yeah. So, I mean... I think Dubas and Shanny and the whole management group is going to go down with the ship. They've signed their guys. They're going to go with these guys. If these guys don't succeed, then they're gone. Yeah. I think and that, then, I think that's ultimately the road for this hockey facing, team. We're facing another management change. Another guy coming in yeah. here and giving a press conference. Yeah, about and, it's, it. and it sucks because it's, it's like a whole, it, like what we said before, it's just a whole nother year of crap. Yeah. It's just like, Here's game one of the regular season. Yeah, Here yeah. we go again. Yeah. What? Who's Morgan Riley playing with? Like, it's I, true. yeah, it's true. And and it's and just the same time. Anytime and like, ever since they drafted him, anytime there's a moment in a game where Matthews just scores like a beauty goal, you you get kind of excited and pumped. But it's it's not going to be like that this year. It's just not. You're you just don't, gonna, you don't know that for sure. Well, uh, it's going to be okay. Fine. So will will you sit there at the time and go? Yeah, that was a nice goal. But am I going to be sitting there, like 
I'm on the edge. It's like, no. It's like, show me what you can do in the playoffs. I don't care about yeah. how much success you have in the regular season. Period. I, I'm going to... If Austin Matthews goes out and scores 50 goals, like, you're going to get excited. Okay? Like, that's just the way it is. Like, the, you can, not every dude goes out and drops 40, 50 a year. He's an average 40-goal scorer. That's damn impressive. It's fun to watch. Most fun thing in hockey to watch, people scoring goals. But what I'm not going to get excited over is when they go on a little five-game heater against whoever they play. That's what I'm not going to get excited for. It's yeah. like, cool. Yeah. Stay consistent. Yeah. And if you do, even then, I don't know if I'll believe that you'll win in once the playoffs roll around. Yeah. I, I That's what I'm not going to get excited over. It's just like, oh, let's see the Leafs lately. Their power play is finally scoring. And blah, blah, blah. I don't care about that because we all know what it leads to. It yeah. leads to disappointment, heartbreak, and anger, and trade everybody because everybody sucks. And that, That's basically what it leads to. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, perfectly sums up how we are feeling in the early days of this Maple Leaf offseason. Uh, I think that'll do it for us this week, buddy. We'll be back uh, next week with a brand new episode and a little surprise for everyone and all of our uh, new subscribers. Big announcement to make in the in the coming weeks, so stay tuned for that. Thanks, everybody, for downloading. We really appreciate it. If you like what you see, head to our Instagram at Talking Buds Podcast. Like, subscribe, tell your friends, leave a review. Every little bit helps. We appreciate it. We'll catch you guys next time. Hi, I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon.